0: I have a farmer wanting to apply variable great nitrogen. They've got a map for that. What about a starter RX map? There's a map for that too. Even seeding populations? Oh yeah, there's a map for that. How can I make all these maps? Easy with GK Technologies ADMs, using farm data and transforming that into site specific solutions.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, can it tell me where to find new IPAs?
0: Well, probably not. But for the rest of your egg mapping needs, using
1: ADMS is your tool. Hey, go check out what ADMS is all about at www.gktechinc.com.
0: Plant 23 is here, and it's starting to get crazy.
1: It's a time of year I need to keep myself organized. Using FarmQA does just that. That's true, keeping not only my scouting records in line, but also my farmer's ever-changing planting intentions record it so I know what's planted where so I don't fall behind. With that kind of information, I can set my
0: weekly schedule so nothing gets missed. It does keep me efficient with my time. Getting to spend more time scouting and less time on the computer with recommendations. So if you want to stay efficient with your scouting this year, look no further than Farm QA. Go to www.farmqa.com to learn more. Hey, I'm Kyle Okey, And I'm Jason Hansen. And you are listening to the Agronomist Happy Hour podcast.
1: Rock and roll. That's why they drink vodka over there better off spraying the vodka on those last
0: quarters. <laughs> Drought is no fun to endure. It, it's Devil's right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's beer. That's <laughs> beer. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the Grandma's Happy Hour on your Monday morning edition instead of your Sunday evening edition because we're recording this on Sunday <laughs> evening. <laughs> it's It's been a busy week. What can we say? And you know what? Sometimes uh, we get a little behind on getting guests lined up and all that. So you just get to hear more of me and Jason. And we thought it was appropriate to kind of give a state of the union of kind of what's going on in our areas as far as... Planting progress, crop progress, what's planted, what's out of the ground, what kind of things agronomically are happening. So this will be a quicker episode, but give a little update on what's happening across the state, because we live in two different corners.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, last week was busy, that's for sure. Um, it was a, uh, we had a couple cold days there. Uh, the, our weather has been uh, warm. We we missed a lot of rain that went to the southwest and west of us. Some Some big rains out oh, in the western part of the state. Uh, Minot got a lot. Uh, Carrington, Rock for Jamestown got a lot. We missed all that. And then we dealt with all this Canadian smoke that came in for, well, it's Sunday evening. It's kind of hazy again here, but there was a couple days. One day it was like crystal clear, beautiful. It's like, all right, it's finally out of here. Wind switched around, boom. It was like, oh my gosh. To the point where you would you could feel it on your lungs. You could taste it on your lips. You could smell it that type of thing. It it felt like you
0: were in a perpetual downwind of a campfire.
1: Yeah. The entire time. Yeah, it's like it was summer campfire type weather, and, and the, wherever you moved around the fire, the the smoke followed you.
0: The smoke followed <laughs> you. Your eyes sting. You're kind of hacking and choking from it. You can't see much. Yep. Yeah.
1: It, it was that hazy. Yep. And then we got a couple of cold days where it was, uh, well, we didn't freeze. So we didn't get any frost. But it, it got really cold. Our, our wind chills were down in the 30s. Well, I was out that day, and I was just shot by the time I got done riding fields and looking at mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Yeah, boy, there was nothing more draining than being on a four-wheeler all day on Wednesday last week. That was uh,
1: it was tough. It was just kind of it was li-
0: cold, we, windy.
1: Yeah, it, was, it, was, it sucked. Yeah. It was just one of them days where you couldn't <laughs> have enough clothes on. And you know how that is when you're running a four-wheeler across stuff. You're just kind of like, oh, my gosh. You just... So you got to really focus to stay mentally in the game and even though there's like it's not that critical uh you're trying to still do the best job and we didn't pick up much rain we caught a little a couple shots here and there um enough to wet the pavement cause a little puddle on uh the gravel roads and that was it then the next day people were going so we're we're kind of in the market for uh it's it's great planting conditions up here some of the best we've had but it is drying out on top. Our days, we're, we're packing in 75-plus degree temperatures. It's getting dry on top. Uh, we're hoping to get, we'd love to see another a week of, or whenever, but then we're going to need a rain. And that's that's probably our, our biggest thing, is every time there's a chance that comes in, they'll give us a three-day chance, boom, never happens, it kicks out. So we'll see if that's the trend. And, and that's pretty widespread up in the Devil's
0: Lake area like that's the whole northeast corner of the state. Yeah, we're uh, pretty safe to
1: say it's like that. You know, last year I I felt like because of the amount of moisture we had, we got some big rains, we got overland flooding, it was a mess, and people were really in in this panic mode. And because it's not that way this year, just a lot more different pace. People are going out and let's go, you know what? This feels a little st- too sticky. Let's go. Do something to this field over here, over there. It's not doesn't feel like it's that crazy like last year type pace. So people are kind of methodically doing what they have to do. They're not luckily going into some fields. I got a few spots within fields that are still wet and moist that are they shouldn't have gotten in touch with any tillage equipment. They're they're a mess now. Too lumpy because they were too wet. The snow just went out of my trees this week that I that I could see. There's there's probably maybe snow in there, but I'm not going to go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, overall, uh, yeah, it's been pretty decent up, up here. That's So our planning progress is, it's moving along fairly rapidly. And southwestern
0: part of the state, well, well, it would have been at least 10 days ago is when we received a lot of rain, where it was anywhere from two to four inches, depending on where you we were in some areas. And yeah, all over the southwest corner, got a lot of rain going up north i mean everything west got a lot of rain and so we had great planting progress we were making a good clip with everything and then that rain happened and there was some planting a little more spraying i'd say happened this week as far as some burn down stuff and what i really noticed was thursday then friday for sure then over the weekend it's been very active a lot of drills out in the field a lot of planters a lot of everything going now, but it wasn't earlier in the week. It was just spottier conditions. You had to kind of be a little more picky about uh, how the field was fit and all that. I mean, everything's no-till out here, so you don't want to try to force something and have to plant around wet areas and all that. You're not going to go and till those out. Most people don't anyways. He must have been happy getting that rain. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I could have waited a 10 days, but yeah, beggars can't be choosers when it comes to that, I think. I think that rain will we had good soil moisture, I thought, just from soil sampling this spring and seeing the planting conditions and all that, but now this is really setting us up well. So I think we're in great condition to at least get our crop established and uh-huh. and have a good start.
1: Yeah, I've got uh I got canola in the ground and my canola has just started, essentially. I got a few guys that are starting to put it in. Yeah, which tells you that they're probably far along on their beans. Because I got soybeans that are going in, wheat and barley that's in the ground, uh, some corn, sunflowers and field peas, and crops that I have up are wheat, barley, and field peas. So there'll be we'll be making some post-emergent decisions based on what we see this week. Um, I'd say my percentage of wheat that's in is fairly fairly high, 65. Uh, barley is clipping along. Corn is almost, I got two guys that are still going, but corn's probably at 65, 70% in. Soybeans just kind of people getting rolling. I don't have too many sunflowers, so they're probably 50. It's, it sounds big, but it's not It's not a lot of acres. And then field peas, I would say it's probably 50% in there too. So we got, uh, we got that going for us at least. And, and we're ahead of last year by a couple days to longer than that. So that feels good. I'd say out here
0: we, we definitely started planting later than maybe a normal pace. But it it felt weird that everyone was kind of more nonchalant about it. No one felt like we were super late. But I think the thing is now is there's so much iron out there that when you can get planting, you can get a lot of stuff hammered out. And everyone's just ready to put in the, the extra hours you know, do all nighters and all that. But we do have, it, it's kind of a weird situation now. We've got a lot of crop out of the ground. There's a lot of wheat fields turning green, a yeah. lot of wheat fields that you can row now. So they're, I don't know, you call that like that one, one and a half leaf stage wheat. Uh, there's some canola out of the ground. Not that you can, you can't see that on the 55 mile an hour drive by. You got to get out and look, but there's canola out of the ground. There's pulse crops out of the ground, peas and chickpeas and, um, Yeah, there'll be corn that's close to coming out of the ground too, out here too, in my area as well. And there's corn still being planted and there's a lot of sunflowers being planted right now. So there's, I mean, everything is going in right now still here for the most part. Maybe canola is probably the only one that's probably done here for us because our seeding date for insurance is the 15th of, of May. So, so a lot of us usually have that in prior to that point.
1: Well, when my canola goes in, that means the razor goes away because it's the start of flea beetle season. So the flea beetle, the beard (laughs) will start again, which is, it doesn't look good on me. I can't grow a beard and it comes in, my age shows a lot and my beard comes in white.
0: Yeah, that's an unfortunate reality for you there, isn't it? That you get, you you know, actually, I got to go find this picture and maybe I'll go put it up on Twitter this week, but I got one from you in 2020 during the COVID period. (laughs) Yeah, I want to say it's kind of... Has has a slight resemblance of Al Linder <laughs> from
1: from In Fisherman, <laughs> old man yelling at cloud. <laughs> it's uh yeah yeah once we'll we'll see what our flea beetle pressure is this year. Uh, right now, uh, the pressure that I've got is the amount of kosha that's out there this year has been just yes insane. So when that first crop and pest report came out that NDSU put a lot of time and effort into it, Um, so I'm paying extra attention. And I've got, I mean, I have a lot of canola that goes into my wheat stubble. We do have volunteer wheat and some weeds up. So we're doing either a burn down ahead of or after planting, give it a few days. I've been riding a lot of fields and determining when things are going to get out of the ground, what we think. So people can kind of get out and, and space some spraying out. And uh, I'll give farmers credit. They're doing a pretty good job of keeping. The, it's like when you have perfect planting conditions, you just still want to keep planting. But they're also doing their burn down and laying their residuals down where we need to do it. And we're just adjusting to what we have and uh, our conditions and our weeds that are up. But man, kochia staring back, just la- laughing. It's a tough one.
0: And you look at it, so we had the full cycle of weather too, because normally what goes in our favor this time of year, where usually I'm not too concerned about kosher control, is when the weather is a touch on the cooler side and we're dealing with more 50 and 60 degree weather with some overnights and well, with overnights that are in the 40s. I feel really good about, especially like your small grains pre-emerged dicamba rates like your four ounces dicamba now you guys out in the east I know you kind of laugh at that now because that's hardly anything but it's a lot you know for us as you move west I mean you don't really go over four ounces a whole lot with your glyphosate burn down early in the spring but most times that works just fine because when you have cooler weather that the plant can't metabolize through that and so then the longer that sits in the growing point on kochia and you can usually knock it out so under cooler temperatures, you do get more efficacy out of out of your dicamba applications. But now, like I'm thinking of all the spraying that's been going on here the last few days in between the windy weather we've had. We went from 45 degree weather on Wednesday here this past week to being in the 80s today. It was uncomfortably huh. humid yeah. and hot. And tomorrow is supposed to be in the 80s. And I think Tuesday is supposed to be in the 80s and now I started to question like how well is glyphosate and four ounces of dicamba going to work on kochia that's getting burned down right now this week it's going to burn through growth regulator pretty dang fast because that plant's growing a lot faster because of the heat
1: one of the bigger questions I've gotten asked is uh this is the most gramoxone I've been questioned and asked about or I got some fields that we're just going to be, that's our plan because the kochia was thick 10 days ago and it's going to be big and we're going to direct seed and then we're going to give it a couple of days and then we're going to come in and burn things off and that's in front of canola. But yeah, it's, um, the, the density is the most fascinating thing. It's been relatively like, eh, not too big yet. No, it's kind of been at a standstill for
0: size, yeah. but this, this, this year seems like the kochia density yeah, same here. There's just been thick kosher patches.
1: So we got, yeah, we still got uh, stuff going in. I, I my, my wheat that's up is probably, you know, one leaf. Uh, same with barley. I've, I've seen a field not that I don't look at. It's probably one and a half was really early. And then I got some field peas that are probably a half an inch. They'll probably be three quarters of an inch now over this weekend out of the ground. So in all those cases, I, I got some rain on those for the residual. And so I'm hoping to get a little bit more and uh, on everything. But it's uh, it's been a very good spring so far as far as just kind of progression through the crops that we're seeding and putting in. And guys are, I don't know, i am been getting the, the normal set of calls. I haven't had any. I've had a plug tower on one air drill and, and there's maybe some, I got some seed that's in dry dirt. That's just, if, if you got to get so you could use that rain to just even yeah, it out. Yeah, he'd dig yeah. around. I got a guy with a new drill and uh, his first field, he, he was a little shallower, but it, it should be okay, but he's adjusted since then. And, and the moisture, It's uh, I think sometimes you feel like you got a lot of snow it was wet for a long time. It doesn't take long with a 75 plus degree day and some wind to dry out that top inch of ground. Uh-huh. So just out checking to see what things are odd that's happened and- so far, that they've been to a very, very minimum. But I need to, uh, I need something to get the, the last three days the dirt out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's got a good remedy for yeah. that, I should dig my goggles out again. But I got I got too much stuff that I have to wear on my face. <laughs> and I and I dug the bear coat out. If you haven't seen my bear coat, it's uh I, I look like either let's see someone said Sasquatch. Someone looked look like I was the Tauntaun on the Huff Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, you're riding a Tauntaun. That's the exact coat yep. that is. Yeah. with the it's, yep. an, it's an ugly coat, but it's warm as heck. Yeah, and I, I drug it out that day. It was like 39-degree wind chill. So, But this week will be warm. Looks like it. Our chance of rain at the end of the week was a three-day stretch, not big, you know, 40 50% chance. They've kind of kicked that back out again. So this trend continues where, oh, yeah, we're going to get, you know, Three, four days of rain. We had a chance, supposed to be this week of five days of 30 to 60%. Boom. One day it kind of spit on us a little bit. And yeah. that's it. So, but it's so it doesn't slow down planting and things are good that way. We just kind of need, I need a rain to make sure I have decent moisture all the way down and see because I got guys that went to moisture. You can be able to see those crops up right away. And I'll probably have some corn up this week too. I have to go double check again but I'm it was surprising at how quick that was moving but kind of high high ground and warm temps what do you expect you know
0: just think this is the week of May 22nd and weeks ago or months ago maybe is month and a half ago you're saying I think it'll be the 15th of May before we're in the field you know for you guys and you were in slightly before that ninth, and and now look yep, at this t- you're only you're only what a week after your initial start day projection and you've already got crop out of the ground. Yeah. So it feels late, but at the same time, when the weather's warm like this, things just explode out of the ground to get going. It's it's like everyone talking about that that's still planting corn. They're like, do we switch maturities and all this? Like, no, if you've got three, four more good days of going, just stick to the yeah. plan. It, you're, the, the GDUs you were going to get, getting it in two weeks ago, aren't going to match up to the GDUs you're getting now with this kind of weather that's coming.
1: Yeah, it's uh, in a week's time from now, things are going to start to get green up this way, which will be exciting after this long winter we've had. And uh, other than probably the only, you know, retailers are going pretty strong. uh, Guys are going late. They're doing all that they can. And uh, I I guess we're because consultants were out doing our thing and that kind of stuff. Just always, always a reminder everybody to to uh, slow down, smell the roses, play it safe. Don't need any mishaps or accidents or always out there. And uh, again, if anybody's ever listening, and it's like you know what, be a good topic. This would be a good topic. Uh, Yeah, find us, hit us on Twitter or whatever, and send those ideas in because it's uh, it's always interesting what other people have for content and then we'll try to go find those people or if you know people that would be like oh this would be a great person to talk to or group or whatever send that our way there we go so find it at egg happy hour on
0: any of those pages or at rock and roll agronomy or okie from muskogee on the social pages and hit us up right with that i think we're going to call it our little quickie little update and what's going on
1: yeah well and we'll give an update here probably next week and then try to squeeze a uh, regular guest in or something like that uh, on there. So, And then we'll get back to some more beer banter. I've kind of I've taken the month of May off. I have not had a beer since April 30th. And the goal there was to see if I can start dropping some weight. I got like I got this goal I got to try to meet. And uh, if I go a month without drinking beer and I didn't drop any weight, uh, that plan is not, I'm off that plan. <laughs> Screw that shit. so it's been i don't know i haven't i haven't really missed it to tell you the truth you just get focused on other stuff i've been so busy Mm -hmm. uh but there's some days oh man i'll tell you what there's a couple days it's like oh but and i've got my sister-in-law brought me some beers i got the stuff i haven't tried brand new which i'm going to save for the podcast so we'll get back to the ble and then all the bad good stuff of course but if I'm not if I'm not so, down at least six, eight pounds. It feels like I am, but I haven't I haven't dared hit the scale.
0: <laughs> so there you're here. Now you can keep up with the Hansen on how the whole no beer may
1: has gone. <laughs> There's no yeah. rhyme in there either. And oh, so, one sample set for this test plot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're doing this as a side by side? Oh full full. Just comparing, comparing April's weight to May's weight. I had
1: nothing else to do. <laughs> Sounds real scientific. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I pro oh, that's well, it. That's, that's enough, what I got, so. Uh,
0: yeah, enough, yeah, enough banter for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next week on the Agronim's Happy Hour. Cheers. Cheers.